Hello, I am Apostle Maria Bram, a co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. It is always an opportunity and a pleasure to be able to hold kingdom conversations and to touch and agree in prayer with you. I'm doing something a little bit different, saints of God. As I am recording my podcast, I'm actually videotaping it. So for those who may come back and, and want to watch this video, I just want to let you know that I'm actually taping my podcast. Um, and for your, for those who may not know, I have a podcast that I've been broadcasting now and even broadcasted over a local radio and also a, uh, online or internet radio. And it's been going on probably like three to four years. So I'm doing something a little bit different today in terms of videotaping it as I t- actually tape my podcast. So I pray that this will be a blessing to you, whether you're able to, you're driving down the streets in your car, or if you're the type of person person is visual that has to see something in order for them to really get the full gist of it. Either way, I'm here and I thank God for you. Now listen, saints of God, I want to encourage you. Over the last few weeks, I've been dissecting and breaking down a little bit of Psalm 119. I haven't got into the real gist of it, but I was... uh, I've been praying and declaring and decreeing over the book one, Psalms 119. Now, this is a very unique, although the Bible is just full of just love stories and the Bible is full of wisdom, the Bible is full of impartations and instructions, sound doctrine. It is also reproof and correction and its direction. It has so many good resources and tools for us for us to live a productive and a successful life. It I just love the Bible and, and the scriptures and the word of God. I like Psalm 119 because the author, this author, even though some theologians say that there was a variety of authors and then some give the credit to King David. I like to give the credit to King David but also I believe that there was other individuals that perhaps may have assisted him in Psalm 119 but you know what that's neither here or there the the Bible, the key part is is that we have it and we have we have the substance of 119 now this particular scripture and I mean the chapter is the largest chapter in the Bible and it's the largest t- chapter in the book of Psalm and if you know anything about the book of Psalm it is the book of poetry and the prophetic songs uh, songs and so this particular uh, book this particular chapter here it talks about being fallen in love with the wisdom and the instruction and the practicality of living a basic and a wholesome basic yet holy life and it it, the author is so so in love with the word of God that he begins to just beg, beg and insert a certain way on y'all in terms of I want your word and I need more of your words. Now, the uniqueness about this particular uh, chapter is that it is categorized and is set off by the 22 alpha Hebrew alphabets and it begins to go and it starts with like LF and then it goes to Beth and then Gamel and all these these different uh, names or these different alphabets that's of the Hebrew um, alphabet, which is a uh, consists of 22 uh, characters, and then 
and within those is eight verses or eight segments and they all start off with again with the alphabet with a start like with a left and then the second one even though it is that goes into bed they just start off with a left and it start off with Beth, and then it goes on and on so it is it is very strategically put together and it's and it's up and it's it's all about the wisdom of seeking the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the word of God, and what it does for us. It does so many things. Now there's a variety of things and I, I don't have my notes, I don't believe, in front of me. Uh, in terms of uh, what this, there's certain things that are highlighted or notated in Psalms 119 that I feel like if we understood those things, saints of God, it would take us a lot farther in life. If we understand the Bible and just not hoop with the Bible, but begin to understand the origin and the format and the and the, the uh, strategic it. Uh, education that God has for us, then we can live a victorious life. Now, there's some of the things, the categories that I want to highlight in Psalm 119. And then what my prayer is, if you be patient with me, and if you continue to follow me, is that I'm going to come back over the upcoming weeks, and I'm going to continue to dialogue and dissect books, uh, Psalm 119. Now, I want to highlight out that there's some of the names and some of the different characteristics that we can identify in Psalm 119, it begins, it talks about the law. It gives us a law. It gives us a command or it gives us precepts. It gives us ordinance in terms of how we as a believer are to live. Now, when we're talking about the law, we're not talking about restricted things. or We're not talking about the legalistic format of law, but we're basically talking about the Torah. And we understand in the, in the Bible days, especially in the Old Testament, this is where they got, they collected their books from, they studied was from the Torah of the Bible and so it outlines the law which is the Torah which indicates for us and it also presents to us direction and instructions but directions and instruction now what great person and what good person and what godly person what person that's not hungry for God's righteousness don't want to be instructed how can you be effective in what God has called you to be and it's, I'm not talking to people that are preaching and, and people that have platforms I'm talking about just a believer in, in general you know we are supposed to all be ministers of reconciliation so for what, so what we're supposed to be a, uh, able to do is to be able to articulate the word of God in a way that's going to compel people without us fabricating, without us adding to or taking from. Because the word of God is powerful and it's quicker than a two-edged sword. And it's life. It is the spirit. It is life. It's the sword of the spirit. It is life. And it's a quickener. So it doesn't need our help. All it needs is for us to be a vessel and a voice for it. Then the next one is to testimony, which is where we get the word called edit. Now listen, edit, and don't, 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 don't get mad at me if I don't pronounce these words per perfectly. I did not look them up, but I did not have, you know, put them into the a translator and have that lady to tell me the speech, you know, announcer 
enunciator to tell me, okay, this is how you pronounce this word. No, I didn't do that. I just wrote these words down and we're going to flow with them, right? And that means it's, it's a witness for us. It's a declaration for us. In other words, it declares of God's word for us, the will and the mind of God. So it, it also, it highlights that the testimony of God's word, declaration of the will of God. The third thing is, it is precepts. It highlights precepts. It presents precepts to us. In other words, that's what we get the, the Hebrew word called um Peculium, and it's a poetical word of commands or restrictions. And precepts is a uh, it is a, a, a poetical word of priest uh, of commands and restriction not to the point that it's telling you in a dogmatic and controlling and manipulative way don't do this and don't do that but it tells us choose ye this day what you're going to serve and what you're going to do now i'm going to highlight to you these are the ramifications that goes along with your decision that you're making and like it's just like what y'all talks told Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden he said now of all the fruit and all the trees you may have but this tree of good of knowledge I mean of tree of knowledge of good and evil you should not eat from that for if the time and the moment that you decide to eat from that you shall surely die that was a restriction there was a I mean, he was presented there this is there he did not tie their hands up he didn't say he didn't put a a lake around the tree he told them what the ramifications was he told them this is when you stay away from this tree but if you decide to go beyond my will and beyond my command this is what's going to happen to you this is also the same type of precepts that were highlighted and that's presented to us in psalm 119 and then it goes on to say statutes which is where we get the word called kahim and that means laws that has been carried out there's laws i mean we have the levitical laws if you study if you study one i mean the the pentateuch which is the five books that moses uh wrote then you know at the the um that the um one of the books in is um the Leviticus. I mean, if someone's blah blah, blah get tie tie tongue in my words, it's a book of the law. Now that's not the only book of the law because from Genesis to Gen to Revelation, there's laws and there's precepts and there's there's uh, testimonies and there's all these ordinances for us and how we are supposed to live. Then we then give us statutes as well. And over in Deuteronomy, they have a lot of them and everything. But with these are commandments. These are, uh, yeah, laws that has been carried out. These are laws that are being fulfilled even until this day. Okay, and then there's commandments, and that's where we get the word called misoth, and that's a authoritative imperative commands you know this even is it, it behooves me or it swoons me or it fascinates me that book the psalm 119 is a book where the author is so in love with it and he's so excited about the word of god and i believe he is so excited because of the knowledge that is downloaded to this individual and the revelation that comes along with the knowledge and the illumination is lighted that's on the revelation and, and it gives them practicality ways on how to live and so don't look at this as something that's stringent all oh, these are going to do and don't do this and don't do that we're going to take the times beloved and we're going to go through one 
Psalm 119 and you're going to see you're going to see the love of God you're going to see the grace of God and you're going to also see the compassion of God that he has for us in terms of how we can live and the knowledge that we can gain so when anybody say well I just can't read or I can't I mean or I just can't get it or I just don't understand it the Bible tells us this that we perish for the lack of knowledge because we have rejected him what we have to do is ask the Holy Spirit who is a leader and God and teach Teacher to lead to show us how to study the word of God and how to get the meat of the word of God in our life and then we have to be patient and then we also have to have a hunger for it and when you hunger for anything you're gonna get up and you're gonna find a way to get it that's the same type of hunger the same type type of chasing it that we and chasing it after the word of God that we have to get the next one is judgment, which is where we get the word called mischief, and that's a judicial decision that constitutes a procedure. It's a binding law. Let me go back real quick. Did I say all of the things? Yeah, I did. I said everything for the commandments. Okay, I thought I had missed. Okay, I missed something. So. The judgment is a judicial decision that constitutes a procedure. In other words, there are decisions in Psalm 119. There are judicial commands or judicial laws or judicial statements that has been in, uh, instituted into this, this, this chapter that it is it is something that we are supposed to apply in our lives. Anytime you have a procedure, it is a practical, it is a de description, it's an outline for you to follow in order for you to be successful in what you're doing. If I typed up procedures on how to write a book, and if you follow those procedures from A to Z, the likelihood of you being successful with that book is going to be very high. But if we get off track at any time, or any moment then guess what we suffer the ramifications of us not following the procedure the same thing as what we do in the world system is where we have policies and procedures to protect us they're not there to to try to control you that they're to protect you it's all about protection and i love yah for loving us so much that he put these things in place and put these things in perspective for us to live a successful life now let me just tell you this i am so excited that i can stay as long as i want to on my podcast i'm gonna give you a quick uh, testimony or, or, or something that happened, you know, that I experienced, and then we're going to go back. I have two more things that I want to highlight in terms of what the presentation or the setup or the platform, that's the key word of Psalm 119 is for us. Is um, when I was initially doing my podcast over one rate local radio station, um, it started off um, well when I had my internet radio station, it was for 30 minutes, and then I transitioned over to local radio station, it was 15 minutes, and then the next year when I renewed my contract, they cut it down to 14 minutes. So they gave me only 14 minutes really to try to talk about the word of God and also to teach the word of God and to pray over the people. Well, if you're if 
if you're a person that's wordy like me, 14 minutes is nothing. But then it was it was expensive as as well. Now with my podcast and the way the Lord has given it to me, I can speak as long as I want to. I can go as long as I want to. And I have more opportunities to put it on different platforms. Listen, let's give God a praise and a hand clap and say, thank you, Jesus. If we just do what the Lord wants us to do, I promise you, and I declare in the creed that doors will open for you that man cannot shut. And the limitations and the boundaries of that man present to you will not be able to supersede what God has for you in your life. And I decree that over your life and whatever journey, whatever season that you're in, whatever your kingdom assignment is, whatever your desires is, may they be given unto you in Jesus name. Now, the uh, the other thing is one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven is the word. It presents to us the word. That's where we get the word called Imrah, which is God's revelation. The same thing if you study on the Ten Commandments outside of what the Bible is, they call them the Ten Words, or they call the Ten Commandments, um, yeah, the Ten Words. And so it's the word of God. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. And so we see the word of God, the revelation of who Yah is in the Psalms, in Psalm 119. Isn't it awesome that even if we you, you look at the Ten Commandments, now the Ten Commandments are really those are I mean in in, in, in some of the legalistic and religious people they try to follow the Ten Commandments just like okay, that's when I kill, I don't kill, okay? That should not steal. I don't steal, right? And all these different things, you not have, should have no other God before God and all these things. But the God, what, what Jesus won, when he came, he did not destroy their law, but he fulfilled the law. In other words, with the Ten Commandments, there are offsprings and branches that in different realms and different levels that God wants us to be able to also to experience in terms of living a life of abundance and obedience. Because everything about God and everything about living a life of holiness, it requires us to be obedient. So you just can't say, I don't steal. But Jesus took it a little bit farther because he understands the heart and the condition of man. He said, if you call a man raka, really meaning that you're degrading him, then you're just as guilty as a murderer. If you look at a woman, and even though you don't actually commit adultery with her, but if you look at her and you're, and you're imagining having sex with her, and you're imagining and you're doing you're it's sort of like you look you're doing your own porn or pornography then you're just as guilty as committing adultery because jesus is a god that gets to the root of the thing when the law did not get to the root it got to the core surface but jesus which is the word he gets to the root of the thing hallelujah let's give god another praise for his grace and his mercy and his infinite wisdom as well. So the word of God is revealed in Psalm 119. The can remember the Ten Commandments back in the Bible days was called the Ten Words. And with the Ten Words became different realms and different spheres that we were supposed to tap into. This is what Jesus did. He took the scales just like you take the layers off an onion. He took the layers off of the Ten Commandments and he got to the root of the thing, which is a heart. He got to the heart. Amen. So the last one is the ordinance. It's where we get the word called Mystiot, 
of Mishafim and his righteousness. And where we get the, also the word Sikinu. And we know one of the names of the Lord is Jehovah Sikinu. He is the God of righteousness. So the righteousness of God is presented in the word in Psalm 119. Now listen, I want you to understand this. Ah, we got that in all the Bibles. You're right. But we're finna go through Psalm 119 because I, if you were like me, you know, you're so busy, you're doing this and you're doing that. You want to get the word of God. You love the word of God and you're studying the word of God, but you try to, you, you have a tendency to overlook Psalm 119 because it's long. But let's take the time, beloved, and let's go through it within these upcoming weeks. So those are some of the things that I want to share with you today to just set the platform and get you prepared for Psalm 119. Now, let me go back. I talked about, let me recap real quick and I'm going to pray. And then we're going to come back on next week, Lord's willing. And we'll talk a little bit more about Psalm 19, right? It is about the meditation of the excellency of the word of God and the knowledge of God and all the precepts and the preambles that go along with the word of God. It, is tw- it consists of the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And it starts off with like with the also the 22 uh, letters of the alphabet so it's broken broken down by the 22 category category categories because it also starts with the 22 uh, alphabets right okay it's a divided in 22 parts which i just said that in which all have eight verses and all of the verses of the first part is beginning with the like lf and all the next uh, and then the next one starts with beth and then the next one starts with gamel and then the next one starts with the other hebrew um alphabet okay so i love the 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 beauty and the art in behind it as well 10 and then i talked about the 10 words by which is divine revelation is called by the psalm and the concept and i went through those right you know just i just went through those a while ago right and it's you know the law and his and then it's the way of him and his testimonies and his commandments and his precepts and the word and judgment righteousness and statutes and truth and this is what i went over just a few minutes ago some of them may be reworded to ordinance. It was the same thing as law, you know, and those, you know, the precepts and all of that. Okay. All right. I talked about it being the longest psalm, and in 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 this also the longest chapter in the entire Bible. It is a acrostic or alphabet psalm, and I and we're just repeating myself over because I guess I was writing my notes over and over and over, but it's the same thing that I'm reading over and over. So what I want to leave you with today is that we're about to prepare to break down Psalm 119, that there is a great revelation in the book of Psalm 19. It is life-giving, and it has the power of the in the Word of God in it. It also produces stability during trials. It also guides us and gives us direction in just life, general life. It also produces purity in our lives and gives us joy and delight. And I like that. I like that, that it gives us joy in the life. And we need to understand it. Now, I'm giving you the plat- setting the platform for Psalm 119 because next week, Lord's will, I want to come back and we'll start with the first eight verses and then we'll move on with which would be a left, and then we'll move on to the next, and we'll move on to the next. Three responsibilities, and then I'm going to, I keep saying I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to end out, right? Three responsibilities. We must learn God's word. This is what the Bible completely is all about. But in Psalm 118, these are some responsibilities as a believer. Those who are hungry and thirsty for rice, and we must learn God's word. Thirdly, we must obey God's word. And and uh, have a second. I, first one is 
We must learn the word of God. Secondly, is we must obey the word of God. Thirdly, we must love God's word. And fourthly, we must, with obeying, we must, when you obey the word of God, you're applying the word of God as well. You can't obey the word of God if you don't apply the word of God. Applying God's word is obeying God's word. You're doing what the word of God is instructing for you to do for you. And so those three things are we must learn the word of God. We must obey the word of God and we must love God's word. You've got to have a love for God's word and not just Psalm 119 for but every book in the Bible from Genesis to, to Revelation, you have to desire for the word of God. You have to you have to uh, acquire a love and a taste for the word of God. And how do you get that? By spending time alone in the word of God. You know, I like when I'm studying the word of God and it seems like the words just leap up off the paper and there's so much revelation. You have to make yourself love the word of God, not in a court rehearsing or a chore in a um, controlling way but a genuine love for the word of God it's just like you holding a conversation with somebody you love you spending time with the person how did you find that how did you fall in love with that person by spending time with them right making conscious decisions I'm going to put away my homegirls my homeboys I'm not going to go walking in the park I'm going to wait till 7 o'clock for them to give me a call and I'm going to spend time with them I'm going to get to know them they're going to get to know me and I'm in most cases going they're going to get to know your representative in her first time. But if the word of God is the truth, so the truth of you should be able to come out. So you can't give God the representative of you. You got to give him the truth, right? By spending that time along with him and just asking questions to who, what, when, where, and why. And then all things begin to fall into place. And then there comes a greater love because now he begins to reveal to you the love that he has for you and that he, that what he's done for you and how compassionate he is and how he desires the best for you. And you got to know that. So declare right now. I want you to say it out of your mouth. The Lord loves me. Y'all loves me. Listen. God loves you and there's nothing you can do to stop him from loving you. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. There's no height, no depth, no width. There's no principalities. There is nobody or nothing that can stop God from loving you. And that alone, beloved, should give you at least a nudge to want to love him back, right? Now, who is this person that we're loving? Religion will tell you not to get to know him. Hide from him. Let's cover ourselves up. Let's not expose ourselves to him. Let's, let us not come before him naked and you know, and, 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 and pour everything out, but let us become pretentious. That's what religion would do. This is why people go to church and they don't get healed, they don't get delivered, they don't get set free, and they still got the world inside of them, and some cases may not even have given their life into the Lord because they are religious individuals, but when you become in a relationship with somebody, you feel comfortable by that person, around that person you become confident in who you are because that person has made you feel a like you're in a safe space space and listen when you are in the word of god and you abide under the might most high god you supposed to be in a safe space you got to be in a safe space with god so you can be comfortable and come as you are come as naked come as crazy come as country come as ghetto come as rich Come as poor, 
Come as ignorant as you are and let the Holy Spirit begin to deal with you, minister to you, and move you out of those dungeons and out of those pits into a palace that God has prepared for you in the spirit realm. And then for some of us in the natural as well. Amen. So this is what I want to share with you today in terms of Psalm 119. Then we're going to come back on next week. I may do a recap and then we're going to go into the verses. Amen. I love you. And listen, I want to pray for you this morning. Listen, I mean, this afternoon, it's, it's not morning. It's this day, let's put it like that. For somebody, maybe morning. For somebody, maybe afternoon. I want us to get it into our spirit. The meditation of the excellency of the word of God. Let us get this in our spirit. Now, I did a couple of teachers on Facebook Live a couple of weeks ago. And I'll be back on it. I've been busy, so I do apologize. And I was talking about, and I did, I'm, I've already started doing Psalm 119. Right? I've already started. You better get on board. Come on, come on, get on board with me. Mm, what I want to leave with you today is anything else? Nothing else. Okay. So some of the definitions and some of the uh, verbiage that you may hear me say may be coming because I'm li- li- looking at different Bibles and looking at different and looking at the Hebrew language. But nevertheless, if you are praying and believing God, he will make all things relevant in your life. You'll get a clear understanding. So I want to stop right there today. I pray that I said something about Psalm 119 that's going to compel you and raise your curiosity. That will have you to go back and begin to dissect the scriptures and to get a full gist and understanding of what God's word is for you. And then you can move forward. Listen, listen. I, I am so a huge proponent of education and understanding. I don't know everything. I'm still learning myself. But what I do know, what such as I do have, I'm willing at this season of my life to share it with you. All I ask is that you continue to study the word of God and gain an understanding that to the point that when you say and you speak and you preach and you pray and prophesy the word of God, that is accurate. Amen. And stick to what you know. Don't try to go into a realm that you are not familiar with. Stick to what you know. So, Father, today I thank you so much for your sons and daughters. I thank you for this opportunity for us to come together and just to dissect your word and talk about your word. As we're setting a platform and a presentation to dive into 119. I am so excited as the psalmist said it was good. It was he said this and I like this. He said this. It was good to me to be afflicted that I may know your precepts your and your statutes. And he was he was he also said, blessed are those who keep your word, keep your testimony. And so, Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, that we are blessed because we're going to compel. We're going to hold on to the word of God. We're going to embrace the word of God. We won't shun the word of God away from us, but we will embrace the word of God in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that we will make every conscious effort to keep your precepts in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray right now, Lord God, that we will come get an understanding. You said it all that we get to get and gain an understanding. So I pray right now, God, that you will give us the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, the know-how, the wits, Lord God, in the name of Jesus to get an understanding. And Father, with all that we get, I pray that we will be obedient to apply the word in our life. Father, I pray right now, Lord God, that the words, Lord God, of Psalm 119 will become relevant in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus I pray right now 
and y'all forgive me for rambling uh, papers and everything, but I want to make sure in the mighty name of Jesus that I highlight, Lord God, the, the presentations of the word of God that is presented to us in Psalm 119, that we will understand the Torah, Lord God, the law, the te your testimonies, precepts, your statutes, your commandments, your judgment, your Lord God, your word, your ordinances in the, in the mighty name of Jesus your truth in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, and your way in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you right now that I, in the name of Jesus for being such an awesome and amazing God. I thank you right now that you love us, that you will not leave us ignorant. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, you told us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. You told us to study to show ourselves approved unto you. Father, you told us to present our bodies as living sacrifices. You told us to ask, seek, and knock, and with the door shall be open. Father God, you told us not to, Lord God, in the name of Jesus to be led down dark places and in ignorance and Lord God in the dungeons and into the lion's pit in the mighty name of Jesus, but to be led and governed by your rod and your staff in the name of Jesus, for they comfort us. So I pray right now, Lord God, that your sons and daughters will begin to, Lord God, follow the word of God and as they follow the word of God, that they are blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, the author said that they were blessed, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, as we hold on to your testimonies, God. So I decree right now that we are blessed and we are highly favored, God, that we are looked at, Lord God. We are happy, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and we are to be admired and we are to be envied, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree right now, Lord God, that there will, Lord God, be an opening, Lord God, of our understanding, God. Let our minds, Lord God, be, Lord God, focused, Lord God, on the word of God, that we will move forth in the things of you. Any roadblocks, any deterrence, any type of, uh, any type of, uh, setbacks and delays, God, we counsel those, we renounce those things, we we disallow those things to be prevalent in our life, in Jesus' name, God, we are going to go forth in the things of you, we will not allow, Lord God, the cares of the world or distractions to become a hindrance to us, so all hindrance right now, we remove them in the name of Jesus, and we stay focused, we will be focused in Jesus' name, as we are preparing, God, to Lord God, to go into Psalm 119, Father, set and create an atmosphere set and create Lord God a hunger and a thirst for righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus let us become excited about the word of God in Jesus name we renounce every spirit of religion we come against anything that will tell us God that studying the word of God is not easy we'll, that will tell us Lord God that studying the word of God is boring and all these things and, and that is going over our heads no in the name of Jesus we counsel those lies and I declare right now God revelation God illumination God clear understanding of your word to your sons and daughters in Jesus name and that they will walk in blessings God father God I thank you right now Lord God that they will Lord God be become fat off the word full of the word God father God that they want the word each and every day of their life even if it's just for three minutes or five minutes a day father God but they will get into the word of God like never before they will not allow people and places and things to hinder them anymore for receiving the truth for it's the truth that sets us free and I decree and declare that the truth will prevail in the name of Jesus in their life I decree right now you said in your word in John 10 that if we Lord God abide in your word and your word abide in us that we will become your disciples students pupils followers in Jesus name disciplined ones and that we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free so I pray right now, God, 
against every lie, every conning spirit, every Lord God wicked spirit, anything God that will try to stop your babies, stop your children from receiving your lambs, stopping your lambs, stopping your sheep from receiving the unadulterated word that's able to save their soul. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you and we praise you for doing it. We honor you and we give you and you only all the glory, all the praise, all the honor, for you are alone, Lord God, is able to do all things exceedingly abundantly of all or what we can ask or imagine according to the pile power that works in us in Jesus' name. So we, Lord God, yield to the power of the Holy Spirit, and we ask Holy Spirit, precious God, who you are, the name of Jesus, to work in us in the mighty name of Jesus. Now unto him who is able to present us and keep us from falling and stumbling and present us faultless in the name of Jesus before the presence of his glory with exceedingly joy to God our Savior who alone is wise be glory and majesty dominion and power both now this is now and forevermore in Jesus name we pray thank God hallelujah amen and amen. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, it's always an honor and a privilege to serve you. Listen, I want you to share this with as many people as possible. Now, if you're on Spotify, my podcast is on Spotify. You can join me there. I have lots of teaching that's been in that's out there. Lots of teachers, lots of prayers out there as well. Um, but if you don't feel led to be to be to go out there and to listen to them, listen. You just join in as I begin to do my podcast live, and I pray that it's been a blessing to you. I would admonish you on next week when you see the podcast pop up get your bible let's walk through this bible together amen and i pray that god will even give you a deeper revelation of his word and that he will give you a hunger for his word and that he will give you the obedience to keep to keep to to, the the desire to want to obey his word he's not going to make you be obedient you know that's what that's what uh, penitence does. That's when we get the word from for penitentiaries. That's what penitence does. It makes you obey through forcing you to based on the acts that we have done. But one thing about God, God said, whosoever will. Now, there's, there's like I said, there's pros and cons to living for do, doing bad. There's pros and cons. There's pros to living right. There's cons to doing what's wrong. So you got to make up that decision, beloved, that you're going to do the right thing to the best of your ability all at all times. Okay? All right. God bless you. I love you, and I thank God for you. Listen, join me back next week as we start again on this journey of Psalm 119. You being blessed. You being encouraged. You being empowered. And you walk in everything that the Lord has you to walk in. Have that confidence that he wants you to have. Launch out into the deep. Become great in the things of God. <laughs> Love unconditionally. Be forgiven. Be real. Don't try to be like no one else. Be who God has called you to be. And be okay with that, right? I'm a country girl. Sorry.
If I don't talk as eloquent as you desire for me to talk, I'm being who I am. Amen? You go in peace. There's two types of peace. Shalom, which is to make you whole. RNA, that joins you back together and reconciles us back to the Father. So may you go in peace, beloved. Know that I'm praying for you and I love you. Talk to you next week.